0: This is Drake Digital with Drake, Wes, and Sid in the morning. Keep up with the shows and podcasts at drakehallmemphis.com. All right. Good day, good morning, good afternoon, or evening, or night. Uh, It it could be at any time if you've downloaded this and aren't listening uh, live in the morning. It's uh, Drake Digital. Uh, Drake is not here. So it's uh, Wes and Sid this morning for you, Tuesday. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Um, Thank you very much. You know... Uh, to, not to uh, just start the day off with uh, something that out of left field, but I, <laughs> but not? there is breaking news, Wesley. There what is breaking news. It, what is, and what I is think the
0: breaking news? Bones or fingers?
1: You should know. <laughs> and you should, you won't know this, and okay. you probably won't know who the hell I'm talking about either, and it's going to be funny.
0: Well, we're but off to a great start then.
1: It's, it's, it's going to be important to a lot of people, and some other people might be mad. But the... The one of the main NFL players that's right, that that plays right now, the main one who needs to shave his neck the most, yes. Aaron Rodgers, just left the Green Bay Packers and he's going to the New York Jets. Breaking news late yesterday.
0: Is he going wow. to shave his neck for the Jets? <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't know. But I was going to tell you that he was going to be a Jet. And then I thought you might say, you mean like a pilot or something silly? <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so I, the Jets are probably excited. You know, Packers fans could be upset. I don't know. Well, the, the, the NFL draft is this week. So I know you'll be watching with bated breath. Yeah, uh, I've got to see if my uh, forged whom? trading
0: cards that were made in advance to prove to be accurate or not.
1: Right, right. You need, you're going to need to know who to bet on, right. on whom to bet. So that's, that was breaking news late yesterday.
0: All right. Well, I I feel more fulfilled for knowing that now than I did not knowing it.
1: Right. So when your sports friends ask you, ha, ha,
0: ha. A lot of my friends are all kinds of into a variety of sports. Okay, uh, cool. I, I listen politely when they talk about it and
1: um, <laughs> and you don't say and, a word and, and,
0: yeah sometimes Ooh. I can kind of follow along sometimes I, I just I let them talk and okay. have their conversation and then things move on and I'll, I'll just jump in later it's <laughs> fine it's fine that's right and uh, other types of entertainment we've got all kinds of stuff going on uh, we have more entertainment news we'll probably have to do two breaks about it and uh, still have some left over for Wednesday sometime. Something that has excited me, something I've been wanting to happen for a long time is actually going to happen. The headline is a peek at the wicked film. Oh, the Broadway okay. musical Wicked is finally being turned into a movie. It's actually going to be two movies. I'd heard some talk about this before, but never heard anything really confirmed. And I, mm-hmm. I haven't been looking real hard, but I came across this and was very pleased. They're going to do a Wicked part one and a Wicked part two. So the first one is happening in 2024. And then the next one, a Christmas release for the year following year. So I don't know if you've, have you ever seen the the play at all? I haven't.
1: I have at the Orpheum, and it's my favorite, like oh. over over Cats and over Phantom. I love Wicked. Oh man! Now, I, well, yeah. Phantom's great too, but but yeah, I loved Wicked. So I hope that they can do it justice, like like well, like the Orpheum well, did, or whatever yeah. group that was years that was ago.
0: The Tor, yeah, it was the the touring band. The touring, band. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs>
1: but, well, yeah. sure.
0: I I got the soundtrack. I've heard that a lot. And I know there's been plenty of changes from the book for the musical, which that kind of thing always happens. And and Wicked is like over 400 pages long. So there's a lot in there. Oh, gosh, I didn't there. know. Yeah. And, so, and I've seen some pictures. Uh, Ariana Grande is going to be playing Glinda. And oh. Jeff Goldblum hmm. is going to be in it, which I hope isn't going to be a distraction. He's one of those actors that I always see jeff goldblum as so oh not.
1: kind of yeah yes. he, like i always see him as as jeff goldblum in the in the darn dinosaur movies sure, what, jurassic yeah. park but i like him but you're right he is that actor
0: yeah he, he's he's one of those for me so the photos are out there and we have over a I guess what about a year and a half to fret over whatever details so i think i'll just compartmentalize this somewhere and uh let it <laughs> stew and not worry about it too much until it starts getting closer when we can get to where we can see trailers that uh, that will be very fun
1: yeah i hope i'll i i mean i'll go to it i'll, I'll, be I'll like i said i loved the 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 musical the play so i'm
0: jealous that you got to see it so i hope i'm
1: surprised back. that you haven't I, I,
0: I did not ever have the chance or the funding or whatever when it was last in so uh if it comes back and anyone's feeling generous, uh, you know how to reach out to us. It's real, real easy. The text line is 818. Uh, 3- 818-
1: 878. 878. 3- 1- 8- 7- Evan- 878-9420.
0: Right. I, why should I get that right now? I screwed up the first time every single time. <laughs> That's okay. Right. All right. All right. You've got more stuff. You've got. There's something going on with a Marvin Gaye song that you teased to me.
1: Yes. Uh, so, you know, the what's the guy's name who who uh hey oh uh, f- f- robin thick oh yeah robin okay. Th- robin thick first did first mess with a marvin Gaye song well he really used he did he used marvin gay song oh yeah and got sued right uh, yeah. um and i can't remember blurred lines is what it's called so now it's ed sheeran's turn maybe uh this is a song that came out in 2014. And people say it has striking similarities to Let's Get It On. The song is called Thinking Out Loud. Um, the lawsuit was filed in 2017, and it finally uh, made, it, made it to a trial that ex- the, that's expected to last about a week in Manhattan, a Manhattan federal courtroom of a 95-year-old judge. Uh, Ed Sheeran is 32. He's among the witnesses expected to testify. Yeah, I
0: guess.
1: Now this is this is kind of weird. Now you know how huge the song Let's Get It On is. Uh yeah, oh, it's yeah. you know, it's it's been played hundreds of millions of streams, spins, radio plays over the past 50 years. Uh it's giant. It's, it's awesome. A classic, it's, a, yeah. it's a great yes, it's wonderful. And this but it's not Marvin Gaye's estate. It's the guy who co-wrote the song with him. It's it's his it's, he's the it's one suing? His, uh, yes. So the the Marvin Gaye Estate is not involved in the case. Um, but it's, uh, gosh, what's this guy's name? My bad. I had it right here. Anyway, it's it's the, it's the a guy, I'll find it in a minute. It's a guy who co-wrote the song with him.
0: Well, I, I, I get why he wants to sue, because he's getting songwriting royalties from Let's Get It On, which he's not going to get if Ed Sheeran is ripping it off i don't know why the uh, marvin Gaye estate wouldn't be involved
1: i, I don't bet either jo- that was a bit the they join thing. in
0: though at some point the,
1: maybe so the heirs of ed townsend gay's ah. co-writer for the 1973 song that is who says that this there, there are too many similarities we this is ridiculous so we'll we'll see what happens there I, I don't i think this is awful i think i know this um thinking out loud song and i'm i you can you could easily hum it to yourself and then go into "Let's Get It On," because it's that slow and it's 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 just really. So, it, it, you could go into "Let's Get It On," and and the story also says that Ed Sheeran a lot of times on stage will sing his song and then segue into "Let's Get It On." Huh. On, on, on when he yeah, does live shows, so
0: I'd want to hear him start, side to side. I think uh, right, right, right. like it's going to be up to me anyway. So yeah, so that's something so, to watch.
1: He he rang the bell on a red flag, the you know segging into let's get it on to show people that t- t- just get himself in trouble <laughs> or well, start possibly getting himself in trouble, dumbass. No, but I wonder we'll if see. someone on
0: his team screwed up. I wonder if his his people reached out to the Marvin Gaye estate and said, "Here's what I want to do. Is this cool with you? you know, I can throw you some of the songwriting or some of the you know royalty money from it." And the estate said yes, yeah, fine with us, and they miss the part about there being another songwriter to be concerned about.
1: I don't know, but, but the Ed Sheeran attorneys uh, have said the song's undeniable structural symmetry points only to the foundations of popular music. It sa- they say, look, these two songs share versions of a similar and unprotectable chord progression that was freely <laughs> available to all songwriters well, that, i, <laughs> I mean, mean you know we always
0: we always go back to there are only so many notes exactly so,
1: so we'll see what happens there
0: exactly uh we've got almost you two playing las vegas for a residency it's going to be a short one i hate when they say residency i've i imagine a band playing up a, a place for six ten weeks or so or longer yeah i this, feel like
1: that too at least at least yeah, at least like Eight, like two months. Yeah. yeah.
0: This, this is going to be a residency for you two at the MSG sphere or sphere in uh, Las Vegas. And it's going to be in September for the one date and then three dates in October. And it's going to be them. They uh, say they, they haven't played live since about 2008, 19. Oh, wow. So yeah, they, they want to get out there and do something. They've got the new album, Kind of. That's the reinterpretations of their old songs. And mm-hmm. that's probably going to be a focus of what they're going to be doing. And they say they're going to be doing a verified fan program so that paid YouTube.com subscribers can register if, uh, now for actually the next couple of days for this thing. And some of them will get pre-sale access codes. And they're going to start the tickets at 140 and with all-in pricing. And what they're trying to do with this, because of all the noise about Ticketmaster and hidden fees, mm-hmm. bumping up the cost, the full out-of-pocket cost is going to be including all the taxes, all the fees, and it's all going to be right there so you know what you're paying and what's going where, and it's supposed to be included. And the, the priciest tickets, they say, are going to be at, uh, well, I'm sorry, 60% of the tickets are going to be under $300. But if you want to spend a lot more, they've got premium price tickets. They've got uh, other VIP things going on. So they are they're going to be, be doing something kind of
1: fair. Maybe we can Well, hope. at least it, if they're showing, if everything's going to show up before you buy them, you know, the convenience fee, my right. ass. I mean, you know, at, at least you're prepared. Like... I mean, and that's a lot cheaper than Drake tickets. Like they, he he he's going. And, You know, the other Drake, yeah. the rapper, he's going on <laughs> yeah, tour. He's going on tour, and he, he there. Uh, the first date, which ended up getting moved, but Nashville the tickets are like five hundred to thousand yeah. dollars. Really, they're behind a post, maybe. Really, Oh, Okay, so, but but you too. But the Sphere place, I read about it. Yeah, it's actually a sphere. It's shaped like a sphere, I think. Well, good. And so they're keeping, it's uh, the, got, the name is
0: on brand then, good.
1: Right, the name is on point. It's And it's got all kinds of... I hate bells and whistles, I hate that phrase, but it has all kinds <laughs> of like tech, technical bells and whistles to it. I don't have the story in front of me because I read it weeks ago, but... Nifty stuff, um, not bells and whistles, we'll stuff call it nifty to go along stuff. To enhance people's live music, bro. Did you uh, say it's in Vegas?
0: I said it's in Vegas.
1: Yeah, of course it would be in Vegas. Yes, but Vegas. Uh, Well, still, I mean, for... For tickets in Vegas at a new place for U two, a pretty big band, to see their newly released, which by the way we play a lot of their oh, yeah. songs got that like they redid. Four of
0: their songs. From, they from sound that's great. Collection.
1: Uh, that's a pretty good price still, though. If if, yeah. if it's like one thirty or forty.
0: Now I, I I misprepared because I didn't read this all the way through, but they're going to be focusing on the U two on the on the U two on the their U two. They're gonna be focusing on the Octun <laughs> baby. Uh, oh. album. They say they're going to play everything from it, maybe not in the right order that it, like it is on the album, but uh, that's that's their plan. And, but I know they're going to be throwing in stuff from the uh, the new 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 album, new
1: collection too. They'll have to play like yeah. New Year's Day and Sunday Bloody Sunday. You would think. Yeah. I would definitely be mad if they didn't. If I was there.
0: Right. Well. <laughs> I guess you know. they—you bought the ticket, so they're not all that concerned if you're mad or not, because they have right. a show to put on. I don't know. Yeah, they—they—they they, they like their fans, though. So, all right, uh, we're gonna break. We've got uh, tickets. I buried the lead completely. We've got tickets for a music fest, three-day passes. We've got uh, yes, more than one lot. this morning. We have we have many many of these things to give away. The show. I'm I've got the whole schedule pulled up right in front of me right now. Friday looks like uh, all about the Zen stage for me, Marcy Playground, Toadies, Live 311. It's going to be tough because the the Lumineers go on at 9 o'clock on the Volkswagen stage on Friday, and then Live goes on at 920. I'd like to see them both, and apparently that's not a thing I can do right now.
1: Oh, you're going to have to just clone yourself. I love the Lumineers. And no offense to live, but I don't care that much about them. But I know they're great live. It's just me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Lumineers for me if I go that night, which I really love 311 too. So I might have to hit three nights, Wesley. I might just have to
0: do it. Well, that's okay. Just uh, (laughs) grab that stash of amphetamines that you think I don't know about and go. (laughs) All right. On the way, uh, we've got more things, things from the real world, I guess, for a while. We've got to check in every now and then. The clock, it turns out, is ticking on a store with an illiterate name. Disney has a dragon problem. And uh, (laughs) what the movies are saying about the economy and some Music Fest tickets, that's all on the way. This is Drake Digital. And here we are. It's Wes and Sid on Drake Digital. Drake is actually out, so it's just us, but we don't get the rights to the name yet, uh, so we'll keep it for now.
1: (laughs) Happy Monday, part two.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, It could be worse. You could have a dragon burning down your home, like, uh, well, almost happened at Disney.
1: Yeah, this is crazy. Well, and I think earlier when you were teasing something, you said something that I always wanted to happen. Oh, you were talking about the Wicked movie. I thought you were going to say something catching on fire at Disney. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that probably happens a lot more than we ever learn about.
1: Exactly. Because the, what are they called? The really rede- Creek development work there? area doesn't really yeah. have
0: to say every bad thing that happens that uh, their fire department might have to yeah. respond to.
1: Yeah. Oh, cast members. My bad. Uh, The cast members are not going to tell you. Uh, So this is in Disneyland. So it's the one in California, not Florida. But this show Fantasmic, there's a huge animatronic dragon in the show. And I think it's like 45 feet tall. Yeah, it's 45 feet Mm. tall. And I know this is probably all over on video. I'll have to find it and maybe post it on I Facebook.
0: did see it. It's fantastic to see.
1: Oh, it. I see. I just saw a picture of it. Dang, I've got to find the video. All right. Well, so the dragon's head, obviously dragons breathe fire. The, and as this one does, the dragon's, the dragon breathes fire. Right. But then, oh shit, the head started to glow. This kid says, I saw fire and smoke coming out. I was like, Oh. They added some new stuff because that didn't happen like that before.
0: <laughs> I've ah. seen this show before. They've really uh, upped the special effects on this.
1: You uh, see a kid yeah. go,
0: Mommy, his head's on fire. Yes, it's a dragon. It's supposed to be.
1: No, Madison yeah.
0: had an accident.
1: <laughs> no. So the kid started to, to, this kid and this mom started to realize, oh my gosh, uh, everything is starting to, We they saw explosions coming out of the head then all of a sudden the whole dragon was engulfed and then the workers started coming around escorting everybody out for safety of course there is there is video all over social media I've got to find (laughs) that all the cast members were safely evacuated from Tom Sawyer Island can't believe there's still a Tom Sawyer Island um it wouldn't never mind I'm not going there um but due to smoke and wind you could see this thing from like afar (laughs) Man. <laughs> because God. it is a 45 foot dragon so not i don't sure. even flames could have been you know 60 feet um, in the air or something i believe it the, good thing no injuries no injuries no injuries so well, that's good for the dragon right that has got to be weird. an
0: embarrassing death for a dragon burnt to death
1: <laughs> no i know right that's supposed to be your one that's freaking your, <laughs> me- weapon that's your strong <laughs> point man Right, right. Oh jeez. But yeah, so the 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 thing uses fire and water special effects to tell the story of Mickey Mouse as the sorcerer's apprentice, apprentice interspersed with clips from you know the disney movies right. and but no they though no no little girl that wasn't something new that they didn't weren't doing before <laughs> because it was oh my god this is mickey had a surge <laughs> of
0: wild magic run through him and that fireball just went a little bit bigger than he expected
1: right right Man. so that would have that that's uh, that's crazy though that's Sorcerers i want wanna... to depend on them that's crazy so (laughs) so see you later disneyland dragon at the phantasmic thing
0: right oh well that's kind of the real world we have other stuff you had this thing about uh the business that's going out of business hurry up and use those coupons
1: yeah i was sad to to see this because this business has been around three decades and they you can order online too but once you go, you would always get 20% off coupons, and they're blue and white. And I would put them in my front table by my front door so I'd remember to take one if I ever went to the store, which of course meant when I went to the store, I didn't have them because I would forget to put them in my car. Damn it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I know. But I'm talking about Bed Bath and Beyond.
0: They Wait have called for. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm stuck on your coupon problem. <laughs> I, know, I know. So you put them by the door.
1: By the front door, by which I front. use the back
0: door. So, and you're not putting them by the back door.
1: <laughs> I know. Which you actually use.
0: There. I know. Uh, know. Follow up question: Do you carry a purse? I don't remember.
1: Yes, I do. I do. I okay. just. I Where I know, do you and, keep the purse? To be honest with you, Wesley, because oh, no. you know please usually please. I lie. Usually I lie. I used to keep coupons in my purse. Guess what? The dang thing was full of coupons, and I couldn't find anything else in there that I really needed. <laughs> So I took them out. Okay. All
0: right. <laughs> so I that, took them out. I, 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 I can see that. Okay, that that, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Okay, so but, Bed Bath & Beyond is about to be, uh, well, dead, done, and defeated.
1: I know. It's about to be done, and this stinks. So you have until the end of today, Tuesday, before stores stop accepting, first of all, those coupons. And then starting tomorrow, they're going to start liquidating inventory, meaning deep discounts are going to be offered, and you won't be able to use the coupons on the discounts because, I mean, they're already discounted. And if you're that kind of person that you're going to bitch about that, then you, don't freaking shop there. You know because know they will. You going, know they will. You know somebody will. I've got a but 20- I have, can't I use this coupon, I, even though it's 75% off already? Uh.
0: So, it's a potato peeler, lady. That's all we've got left.
1: <laughs> I know, right? It's only five freaking dollars. <laughs> Calm down. It's marked down to one for Pete's sake. So, anyway, yeah, that's sad. Bed, Bath, Bath, and Beyond calling it quits. So it says. Is,
0: it, this it, is the it, last it, day then today?
1: Yeah, so, yeah, so until the end. Well,. Yeah, they're going to start marking stuff down tomorrow. Now, if you were to get something today that you might need to return, you can return it till May 24th. But after tomorrow, you can't return crap because it's going to be all sales final. Oh,
0: gotcha. Okay.
1: Some people think that it's the coupons that have been doing it in because, well, you know, the experts speculated that because customers, I guess, got so used to always, because I mean, I would get more of those coupons than I can even handle. I'm like, stop it which why are you complaining about coupons it's money off but they did send so many and so that people think you know people get used to those yeah and yeah. when you have to stop using them well you're not going to train them to st- no no you've you can't wean me off i'm addicted to coupons <laughs> it's part so, of the way the
0: system works i know so you if you have a- coupons I, I get stuff for a little bit cheaper.
1: right Um, because you love us and you're giving us coupons if you have gift cards for bed bath and beyond you can use them until may 8th and any welcome rewards points whatever that is that you have accumulated uh, you can use till may 15th but the chain has already stopped uh, awarding those so you won't be accumulating anymore so stay saying goodbye to bed bath and beyond so get your ass up there wednesday (laughs) when they're gonna start marking (laughs) shit down that's what i'm talking about Uh, okay
0: (laughs) Oh, I've uh, got a story here about the uh, movie theaters being, well, fuller. And this comes from uh, Quartz. They're a financial site. And they say Americans are flocking back to the movie theaters, wondering if this could be a recession warning, which seems counterintuitive. If, yeah, kind of backwards. Everything slumped, of course, through the worst of the pandemic. Movie theaters, they through the week, I don't know if they've... Uh, Pick this up again or not, but through the weeks, I, weekdays, I can't find a matinee most of the time, and but they're, mm, they're the lately. weekend. This past weekend, the weekend before, they've been pretty good numbers. They've been up, and it says the uh, sales, the box office sales, have recovered to the 2019 levels. So they say it's nice. movie going has officially recovered from the pandemic slump, and it says it looks like this would be a sign that you know the entertainment services are going are getting better for people they're, they're they're spending money on it but they go on to say however movie going is one of the cheapest forms of entertainment away from the house and that's where americans have traditionally gone for the entertainment when the economy shrank during the last eight recessions box mm-hmm. office sales actually increased and they they talk about the in march the retail sales fell a little bit 0.1% and the indicator is still pre pre-pan- above pre-pandemic levels, but economists are thinking that more slowing is going to be coming in discretionary sin- and spending and they think that people going to movies more because it's affordable as opposed to going to like say a concert where the tickets Definitely. are thousand dollars or something like that. <laughs> yeah. so they're worried that it uh, might be a the preference for movies might be another sign of tightening budgets. but they're going more than they were, so people weren't going to $100, $1,000 ticket-priced uh, concerts either. So it looks yeah. like it's a net gain for spending in general. So it's the economy. Get three economists in a room, and I guess you have five different opinions of things. So oh, my gosh. The, well,
1: I, I hope that means it's happening at Malco because because I know that – yeah. Because for a little while, nobody was going anywhere.
0: Yeah, I know. Obviously. The the, the parking lots were empty. And Mm -hmm. uh, they weren't this past weekend, though. And the continued champion for the third week in the row is an Italian cartoon plumber. The
1: the Uh, Super Mario Brothers
0: movie is number (laughs) one for the third week. Still on top. It made another $58 million this past weekend. My uh, kid... <laughs> I I still say that even though he's 21 years old and he getting married. 21? He uh <laughs> saw Congrats. it with his fiancee, and they said it was great. It's just a fun movie, and maybe that's just exactly what they want because Evil Dead Rise opened in number two with twenty three million. So the movies are still happening. The numbers look like they're going up. So I'm I'm glad to hear that. Me so too. Good. Me too. Well so
1: Is this? Are you going to see Mario at any time?
0: I don't have any plans at all to see the Super Mario Brothers movie. Is it?
1: Is this the first movie made from a from a Mario the Mario video game? No,
0: it's not. But I think if you ask fans of the Mario franchise about movies, they'll say we don't talk about the first movie. A, I've seen clips of it. It was live action. I remember when oh. it came out. And it, it oh apparently no. is very, very horrible. As horrible as this is apparently good. So hmm. if okay, you've been well. on the fence about whether Super Mario Brothers is a, a good investment of your money and time to go enjoy, <laughs> apparently the box office and uh, my kids kid? say, yes, go for it. Okay. All right. That's cool. Also, go for uh, Music Fest coming up uh, real soon. Uh, May five, six, and seven. Big names. We've got the Lumineers. We've got Greta Van Fleet. We've got Robert Plant, Allison Krauss, all of whom mm-hmm. we play on this radio station, and uh, a bunch more. We named all some others earlier. And there's more to go into right now. If you want to go, we have tickets. We're not going to yes. wait. Make you wait until the very end to do this. But uh, you just need to text. That number is 878-9420. See, I got it right this time. Yes. And text us the, text us the name of the band you're the most excited to see. And the uh, first one through that, uh, gets the first one that we see that that tells us that and is an actual band that is going to be playing uh this year
1: <laughs> and not some made-up right exactly
0: yeah. <laughs> then right. uh then you have get the tickets and uh we'll probably have some more later too because we we have several of them to be able to do it this way so
1: and and we're not going to make you go by yourself this is a pair of three day passes right so you they are they will be emailed to you so you can use them on your phone or you can print them out to share so, so Yay. Get on that fax machine
0: and let us know who you're most excited to see. We have more stuff on the way. Uh, Stuff. Good good weak word to throw in there. Uh, (laughs) We've got bizarre stories about clumsiness as told by some of our favorite people. And I mean you all. That's on the way. This is Drake Digital. All right. Here we are. It's Tuesday. April is almost done. We are almost one third of the way through this year. Can't believe it. It amazes me. It feels like it's been about um, two or three weeks. I don't know. Or also, it feels like it's been like four years already. So it's one of those weird time dilution
1: things. I don't <laughs> you can't know. tell. I know. I don't and, know. Then the, and then, and yes. then the weather, of course. Like one day it's, one night it's forty, and the next day it's eighty. Thanks.
0: Yeah, that doesn't help. That uh, <laughs> really confuses <laughs> things. I thought it was yeah. winter. Oh, now we're in.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I know.
0: Ah, oh, it gave spring and summer a miss and went straight on to autumn. So. <laughs> you forgot, didn't you? I no, I just, I, I threw out a Monty Python quote and in my brain oh, just started trying to throw out others and I should know better than to even get started with that. So I'm throwing it to you because you did a Facebook poll and people responded in a huge way like they always do.
1: Yes, like they a lot of times do. And pardon me for not catching that. My husband probably would have. Um. the monty python right um so yeah over the weekend on facebook i I asked people because i want to know and these are hilarious and terrifying answers and i don't know what i would have done if that was me oh my god you're gonna die all right you're going to die i i i asked people what is the worst thing you ever spilled and where was it in other words like what was the substance and where were you or it was it on your lap was it in you know your car Oh my god, Wesley, these are hilarious. All right. Vicky says a grande strawberry margarita into a lady's purse that I stepped in as I tried to serve it to her. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: Can you no. believe that? That's not what she meant when she oh, said she god. wanted it to go.
1: Note to self. Don't put your purse on the floor at a restaurant. Like who does that anyway? It's disgustingly dirty. I used to, but you know, you're right and I quit. <laughs> <laughs> you realized once when a rat <laughs> went in there. No. Oh my god. Okay donna says when i was a car hop at sonic i spilled a 44 ounce drink in a man's lap trying to put the tray on his window how long ago was that oh
0: wow that was a while god they get rid of trays it's been
1: wow oh that yeah right they don't have trays anymore well they they bring it on a tray but yeah didn't it kind of they used to have a tray onto
0: the side of your rolled down window yeah
1: oh my god like those movies of diners um, or of drive-up diners, whatever. Um, that's funny. Uh, uh, Krista says, a pot of homemade spaghetti sauce on the kitchen floor. Oh, God, that would suck. That would be bad. Especially if it was a huge pot. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. This is... Yeah. I'm sorry, Carla. A full litter box in my room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. That
0: oh. That's going to take forever. After we came back from a two-week oh. vacation.
1: Oh, oh God. No. Oh, I got to tell you what I... D- oh, my God, on that note.
0: Yeah, what did your um, cat do?
1: No, it's what I did. Um, what did you do yeah, to your cat? You, you, when you're... Why are you taking a full litter box across from your bathroom, I'm assuming it was, through your room? Like, just dump it into a bag in the bathroom and then take it out to the garbage. Like, I can't even... I would totally trip somewhere. My dog would trip me and that would happen to me. Um, One time, years ago, when my parents went out of town, I had to go take care of the cats and feed them and check on them every day and get the mail and, you know, water plants and and all that stuff. And And,
0: make it look like people are home. Yeah, and clean the the litter box.
1: Yeah, like clean the litter box because they had indoor cats at the time. and uh, Or they were indoor outdoor whatever. And so I don't know how in the heck I did this. But after I cleaned the cat box, it was like uh, uh, it was like butted up against a wall. And for some reason, thanks, Mom, it was in my old bedroom, like boy, of boy, my parents' house. I don't know why they had it upstairs. I don't know why they wouldn't have it, like, downstairs in the laundry room, although that's right where you walk in the door from the garage, so sure. I guess it'd kind of be in the way. But anyway, it was in my old room. Um, so anyway, I clean it. I put the lid back on. And I'm like, okay, you're good. You've got food. You've got this. You've got that. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, And it might have been two days because I probably overfed them, which is fine. I go back. The lid was on backwards, Wesley. In other words, the door of the litter box was facing the wall. So they couldn't get in it. Can you freaking believe that? So (laughs) I had to clean up pee in the rug and poop on the rug. And it was a nightmare. And yeah. I was like, how in the heck? <laughs> did Can you, you believe that? that?
0: Now, oh did they at least get close? No.
1: I think there was poop on the bed because so they, they were just... probably pissed. <laughs> you know? <laughs> i show you. Oh, my God. It was so... And I, and I don't even think I ever even told them. I scrubbed that well. It took me <laughs> hours. It took me hours. I was like so, oh no. so mad. And so I was like, how... That's like, I mean, you can't, you can't, who makes that mistake? Who? No one. Well, okay.
0: I, I see your hand
1: up from <sighs> here. God. All right. What's the worst thing you ever spilled and where was it <laughs> yes. on Facebook over the weekend? I asked the question. Uh, Rob says, Not me, but during a shift I managed back in the 90s working fast food, somebody had a 55 gallon barrel of used fryer and grill grease that spilled in the parking lot. Oh,
0: no. It became
1: an EPA issue.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, I bet it did. That's fun, Rob. Oh, geez, I, I'm oh, sensing a, a, a lot of servers are, are answering this.
1: Yes, I think so. I don't know how this happened, but Marty says, I once knocked a bottle of acetate, which is I think is what they use at, like, nail salons. She says, I once knocked a bottle of acetate into an old pointy ketchup bottle from a tabletop and tried to catch it before it hit the floor. It landed flat-bottomed and shot up from the spout straight into my eyes as oh, I bent wow. down to catch it. Oh, my sweet Mary. It was horrendous, she said. Oh, God. Yeah, I bet it was. That had to hurt. Yeah. That but, had to hurt. Like, I'd rather have ketchup in my eyes.
0: <sighs> but, you know, good uh, shot making it land on just flat on the bottom.
1: At least you didn't get anybody else you've got in your face. No, no, that's awful. Uh, all right. Karen says, I dropped a two liter Coke bottle in my mom's kitchen. The cap broke a tiny bit and the bottle went spinning. When I say every, <laughs> oh my God. S- round and around and around. Today's when I say science every, lesson. Yeah. When I say every surface in that kitchen was covered, ceiling included. I mean, every single surface. We cleaned up Coke for months after it. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been easier. It would have been easier to move. <laughs> that's oh, man. Hilarious. That is, oh, I would hate that. I, that's the worst. Like when something just goes everywhere and you're still finding it, it you know, weeks later. And just,
0: I Sticky. can see it going around on the floor, spinning like an oh. out of control Russian rocket from the fifties and just stuff everywhere. And they can't catch it and to stop it.
1: Yeah. Well, but, and you don't want to get near it because then it's getting in your eyes or something. Do you like... Do you throw a towel on it like it's like it's on fire <laughs> or, some, or something, I guess? I don't
0: know. Uh, throw some Mentos down on there, would it?
1: <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, uh, Allison says, I worked at Friday's, and I spilled an entire gallon of blue cheese dressing on me. It was smelly and oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Um, yeah, but you know what would be worse? Although blue cheese is probably um, just as oily because it's made, I guess, with mayonnaise, but uh uh italian dressing that you got to throw your clothes away let stains you can't get oil out oh, yeah. if it's that much you know okay um let's see brett says i put a can of barbecue vienna sausages unopened on a gas stove a few minutes later it exploded all over the kitchen it was awesome
0: <laughs> okay it's not really a spill but it's a cool story <laughs> fun times oh, yeah i did I it once
1: yeah michael says i knocked an open gallon can gallon gallon can of wd-40 off of the table and onto the kitchen floor haha it was pretty slippery but it had an incredible
0: I, shine i guess wow you oh, could play God. hockey on that thing for years
1: oh I, yeah no right tyler oh this is oh this is this sucks too tyler says he dropped coffee grinds on a brand new uh hard, on brand new hardwood floors
0: oh no coffee grinds everywhere
1: because that goes in the cracks uh-huh, of the hardwood right? and you can't freaking vacuum that so then you're going to pick it out with like a the end of a uh paper clip or something We've got God, sharpened so toothpicks. You yeah, toothpick would not scratch. Um, Elizabeth says you you mean like expensive Starbucks all the time on myself or blood also mine and on myself, okay? okay. She doesn't well, say I, how but I, okay. Thank you
0: for clarifying that. Okay. That's right. good to know that you're not spilling other people's blood and getting it on you. I mean there's <laughs> exactly. a protocol for this.
1: There's, yeah, there's, yeah. I didn't, okay. and you, and don't tell us because we know your name and where you live. <laughs> all right. Sort
0: uh, of. Yeah, a few more, and then we're going to uh, see what else we can do today.
1: Okay. The worst thing you ever spilled, and where was it? Corey says red nail polish on a 1970s pea green shag carpet. Oh, no. Oh, and you can't get, I don't care how much polish remover you use on something, it's not coming out, especially oh. in a carpet. Oh, yeah. It's oh, just like my. a little bit of
0: Christmas right there all the time.
1: Right, right. A couple more. Uh, Suri says, a crock pot of Rotel cheese dip in the seat and floor of my brand new car.
0: Oh, no. That's for a long time, too.
1: Yeah, and it would stain. Oh, that's, that's, I'm so sorry for you. Jacqueline said, I worked at Chili's, and on a Sunday afternoon, I spilled six glasses of strawberry lemonade on a family who were dressed to the nines from just leaving church. They were a military family, and they were the most gracious and kind people ever. Well, good. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, one one last one. John spilled a bucket of red paint on himself and his driveway after he fell off the ladder. Oh. Oh, gosh. Wow. I'm glad it wasn't so, also on your car. Yeah, well, I mean, that stained the driveway for a while, though, I'm sure. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Okay, what about you? What's the worst thing I've ever spilled, and where was it? Uh... All
0: right, while well, you're thinking, the, I was think, thinking yeah. about what mine would have been. And there's a couple of choices, but I think probably the choice one is when I had a car, it was still running fine, but it was <laughs> real, real old. Yeah. And the gear shift, it was a. It was an automatic car, so the gear shift was just the, the basics. But the gear shift, the cover had worn away from where I had just shifted so often because I'd driven it so much. Yeah. And I'd gotten a large... Tea from some fast uh, convenience store place. Oh, gosh. And it was a sweet tea because I was still drinking sweet tea then. And I had to stop suddenly. The tea wasn't secure, and about half of that gigantic tub of it went oh, right down into where the gear shift oh, happens. Oh, no. So <laughs> it was Light sticky open. and less responsive than it needed to be for a really really long time.
1: Oh, Wesley, that you, cuz you can't when stuff goes down in somewhere like that. Yeah, you cannot you cannot get it out like ever. I'm trying to think I don't I know as soon as we go as soon as we start playing a song and we and we go to the next break I'm going to think of the worst thing but
0: Well, if you do then I didn't, we'll just circle back to it. As we'll they say
1: I didn't I didn't spill this, but it was a stupid mistake. I had a three hundred ZX one time, and uh, it was midnight blue. Anyway, um, <laughs> the interior though, I'm trying to think. Just I just like Lou Graham likes it to be. I know, I know. I think it was dark too. Maybe I don't think it was great, but anyway, for after some event, I don't know. Maybe when I worked in the restaurant business, I don't know. I had a, I had like a half a bottle of wine, in the to take home. Sure. And so, you know, put the cork on really well, but that doesn't matter when it's hot outside. So the cork blew off in the back of my car and <laughs> wine went everywhere.
0: Turns out gas expands uh, when it gets hot. Uh, At oh least man. it was
1: in the backpack, but still, I mean, yeah. dumb, dumb, dummy. Wow. Anyway.
0: All right. So we have other bizarre stories. Uh, we've got, what do we have? Uh, we've got, well, we've got good stuff. Let's do something good, some nice stuff to get away from this. Uh, Mm -hmm. You've got a good story about an eagle. I've got a good story about a mailbox and what happened with that. So those are coming up. I promise they're interesting. That's all on the way. This is Drake Digital all right here we are it is drake digital but uh we have no drake it is wes and it is sid we are here and striving to entertain you just as strongly as we can ever strive
1: to strive right yeah and i hope your day is going well because this week and next week your week is going to be going well because we have three day passes for music fest to give out so it's there right.
0: We've given away one. We've got another set to give away, well, before 9 o'clock happens. Yeah. Or, well, you know, if you're listening to this later, you've missed out. Sorry. Those are the advantages to listening live. So we'll In just the throw morning. that out there. Right, exactly. Yes. All right. We uh, promised you some gooder and happier stories. Yeah, I'm making up words just as we go along. <laughs> uh, you've got one with, and you teased as the eagle and the egg. And I want to hear what that's all about.
1: This is so, this is like the cutest news that you'll even hear all week, I think. I I thought it was. There is a bird, a a world bird sanctuary in Valley Park, Missouri, and there is a bald eagle who lives there, and he is 31 years old. And the other day, uh, he, people noticed him like hunkering down and not moving much, and like he was he he would go get in the corner of his enclosure and and people you know kind of told the staff there, hey you know, what's up with the eagle? He's not really I don't know how they usually act when you're going to a bur- bird sanctuary to see an eagle um, <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure it's a big a really big space because they're big birds and oh, they probably yeah. can fly yeah. around and That's if he's a- sitting there, yeah, if, he, if he's in there in the corner, you I'm know, people are like...
0: Just imagining people complaining things like, we came here to see the eagle, and all he does is sit in the corner over there. Could you train the eagle to do a show for us when we come by? It's very disappointing.
1: I know. You know that one person, you know that that one person is out there. Anyway, they probably do it to our zoo, too. Um, so enough people said, you know, hey, you know, they just were kind of, they were just concerned and, and you know, sure, yeah. just telling people who work there what's... You know what's the deal? And uh, so they checked him out. Um, He wasn't sick. He wasn't hurt. He wasn't in distress. Good, good, and good. He had built a nest on the ground, and so he was very carefully incubating an egg. This male thirty-one-year-old eagle at a bird sanctuary in Missouri, and he was he. So he was like.
0: I, I, yep. I have to catch up. Hold on. I may have missed something. Did you say, okay, I, you, you said he all the time. I, I got that it yes, was a, a yes. male eagle type. Yes. Is he alone in the enclosure? Is he the
1: only bald
0: eagle there?
1: I It does not say. It does okay. not say. But I, so I think. I'm sorry. I didn't I, mean to
0: throw you there. I think right
1: now, I think right now, uh, yes, I think. Okay so they 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 realized that's what was going on and so they went to look mm. and it was a rock not oh. an egg <laughs> okay it was a rock I got that a this rock. eagle thought that he was trying to incubate <laughs> so they posted we wish him the best of luck um so he's gonna be waiting a long time he, uh, quite so a long time. He must,
0: so he must have grown up in the wild and seen and been through eggs and hatching and parenting and kicking the kids out when they get big enough to fly a couple of times and just thought this was an unattended egg then. Okay.
1: Right. And well, also the staff says it's not uncommon for birds without offspring to try to incubate rocks or golf balls during breeding season when their hormones are going crazy.
0: Okay. All right. And
1: now he had never raised a chick before oh yeah but because his dad instincts were already in high gear this is what they did they got an eaglet for him to take care of nice isn't that sweet so he now probably thinks that he that the rock hatched and and all of a sudden in his mind he has a chick and this says the pair have been getting along swimmingly ever since he feeds the eaglet from his own stash of fish he's been he's a, just a total dad eagle now he he's so excited well, um but i just thought that was so sweet the, that's the, great the, the isn't that sweet the, the, the chick the chick is going to be trained you know to fly and hunt and released back into the wild over the summer but murphy should be fine they say there's a point where you know the parents know it's time for the sure. chicks to leave but but they went out of their way to get him in England. No, that's great
0: because <laughs> England probably maybe it was a runt or something and, and was doomed for Tossed, whatever maybe, yeah. he was in. So that's great. I I <laughs> see there is good news out there.
1: Yes. I thought it was very sweet.
0: This one isn't that well that sweet, I guess. It's but it's Curious, interesting, and and I thought it was fun. It's not snakes on a train. It's not dinosaurs on a spaceship. It's dolls in a mailbox. Okay. This happened up in Michigan. The headline is Michigan Man Searches for Answers After a Couple Takes Over Custom Mailbox. I thought this was going to be some kind of a squatter story or something like that. Nope. It's about this guy named Don Powell, his wife Nancy. They uh, moved into this house in a cul-de-sac and ordered a custom mailbox that looks like their house. So it's big, oh. bigger than it's. It looked from the picture. It looked like twice the size or more of your usual mailbox. And he okay. opened it up one day. It says last August, and the the mail was there for the day, but at the back there were two small dolls sitting on a miniature couch by a tiny table. There was a okay. note. that said, we've decided to live here, Mary and (laughs) Shelly. And that was it. And he thought that maybe this was put in here by a mistake, or maybe one of his neighbors, he lives in a cul-de-sac, was playing a joke. So he's, he's 72 years old. He said, I went around to the other houses. No one else had gotten dolls in their mailbox. And there's one neighbor that he in particular asked if he had had something to do with it. Maybe they have some kind of either neighbor rivalry going on or they are real good friends and they're the kind of person that would do this but uh, he said that she said she, no she hadn't done it so hmm. it was going to just it says evict the couple and the belongings into the garbage cans but oh. he says he had a change of heart i guess he looked at them and decided this is cute it's not doing any harm he made sure they were at the back of the mailbox he had plenty mm-hmm. of room to get more his regular mail every day so, a couple weeks later, he opens it up, and there's a dog in there too,
1: a, and like a, a little, yeah, a, a,
0: a toy dog, not not a, not <laughs> okay, a Chihuahua okay. or anything that someone like a had Barbie dog, a, yeah, a, yeah. A, you know, okay. a, a proportional dog to the dolls, okay. and a rug okay. that was also proportional to the dog and and the dolls. Okay, and someone had put some <laughs> art on the back wall too. Oh my gosh! Later. A four poster bed showed up in this thing. Okay. And Roy says the whole thing got rather whimsical. I have a quirky sense of humor, so I guess he appreciated it. So this went on. It started uh, what in November, so it it carried on. No, in last August, so it happened another couple of weeks, and it got to be Halloween. Mary and Shelley vanished. Uh To be replaced by two dolls in skeleton costumes.
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Who hung around
0: apparently until sometime in December when Mary and Shelly showed back up and they had miniaturized (laughs) gifts. For the mailbox, all oh scattered around. So, oh my goodness! This guy, uh, Roy Don, starts taking pictures of it. He's posting it on Nextdoor. He's asking if anyone else is, is going through this. And no, Don, they're not. No one, no <laughs> one is at all. It's just him. But people are starting to get into it, and they want to. Yes, you know, keep updating us. We, we're invested <laughs> now. We want to know what <laughs> right, happens. Right. So. There was a, another note that showed up a little later. It said that Mary and Shelley uh, formerly lived in a two-story Dutch-style dollhouse but had decided that Powell's house, this guy's mailbox home, was more accommodating for their cousin Shirley, who was a third figurine with a broken leg, who sometimes just popped in to visit for a while and then would leave again. That's funny. They uh, this kept going too. They had an, an ice storm. He put up uh, some more post about it, and uh, someone asked if they lost power. Talking about the, the family in the mailbox, oh my gosh. <laughs> and he said, "No, they don't have power to begin with, but they do have a wood burning stove now, <laughs> and they were working from home."
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: He uh, asked the mail carriers if there was any problem with this. They said, yeah, no, That there's room for the mail. That's all they care about. It's been uh, more than a month or so since the last new furniture or anything else has shown up. So he's uh, he doesn't know if the person who's doing this has stopped, if that's it, it's done, or if it's just going to be a while and then something else is going to pop up. So and he also says he's not ready to learn the true identity of the person who brought Mary and Shelley into his life in the first place. He says because it, it's more he, fun that way. Yeah, yeah, he says he's enjoying the mystery. <laughs> he looks forward to new things being added. And he also, this is the last thing on this. He says that he's he's has written a book too. It's a te- uh, some kind of technical manual, but it's given him an idea for writing a children's book based around this whole thing because that might of be the reaction cute. it got uh, from next door. So I I. I got to find this guy <laughs> and I know. I, I want to know what happens next too. Cause it, we're it's, it's spring now. What's going to happen? Are they going to put in a pool at the back or something and have a diving board <laughs> for these dolls? I don't know. I think it's just great. And it's just, I, that's the kind of neighborhood that it sounds like it would be really fun to live in.
1: I, I like know. That. Well, and if he's lives by himself and he's an older guy, he's got, a, he's sweet. married, he's
0: got a wife. So that's, Oh,
1: oh. oh. well, well, it's, it's, you know, well, okay. That kind of scratches what I was going to say, but, but it's sweet. Cause it gives them something to do that maybe they're retired, mm-hmm. you know, or if, if he's about to, maybe, maybe not, but, but yeah. I, <laughs> that's hilarious. When they showed up for Halloween for Halloween as, or some gone. showed up in Halloween dressed right. as skeletons. <laughs> that's uh, hilarious.
0: We, got a dog. That we didn't hilarious. check the pet policy, but we got a dog. So he, he lives here now.
1: I have, I know that's fun And then a rug for the dog to pee on. Right. Exactly. Um, what you know? What what? Uh, this is a total tangent, Wesley. But in in history, who is Mary Shelley? There was oh, somebody. She, was g- the,
0: she she wrote Frankenstein or uh-huh. Modern Prometheus. She is like the godmother of science fiction.
1: That's right. That's that's the first thing I thought of when you said the names of the dolls. Yeah. <laughs> For Mary and Shelley, I'm like, wait, that's an author or somebody. Oh. oh. That's funny. So that's good. And we've got more,
0: uh, more fun stuff of various kinds. We'll get to some uh, dumbasses later on. And uh, up next, though, we've got more entertainment news. We've got uh, news from Queen, what Willie Nelson is up to, something new from John Mellencamp, and also the weirdest band that I've discovered of late is coming to Nashville. Also oh, more Music Fest okay. tickets. So that's all on the way. This is Drake Digital. Hey there, here we go, back at it. Uh, Drake Digital, but no Drake. It's Wes, it's Sid. We're here. uh, Hope that uh, you're still here with us. We would like that. It would be good.
1: Yes, hope your day is going well.
0: And we've got all kinds of... you don't spill anything. Yeah, (laughs) 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 don't spill anything. Always good advice. Especially blood, your own or anyone else's. That's, uh, <laughs> right, right, that's right. still good. We've got more entertainment news. I've got this thing from Queen. They've been doing a series online on YouTube for a while called The Greatest Live Series. And it's just some of their best performances over the years. Episode 14 got my attention when I saw this headline. It talks about a concert that they did in 1975, Christmas Eve, it was broadcast from Hammersmith in, uh, for BBC, TV, and radio. They hmm. released it as a, a something you could purchase like 40 years later. And this was right at the time when the, A Night at the Opera album had just come out uh, the, a month earlier or so. Critics loved that. Bohemian Rhapsody was making a nine week run at the number one spot on the UK. This Mm -hmm. was when they took the stage to do this show. So they were pretty confident in in how they were doing things. And they, the talk about this particular show, the reason that they chose this talks a lot about the costumes that they were were wearing. It says the glam inspired aesthetic of the early seventies amongst their most fondly remembered period. Mm hmm. (laughs) What got my attention more than that is the song that they play because it is a deep cut from Queen that I just love. It's called Ogre Battle. Ooh, I don't know that one at all. It's from the second album and it's just like it says, it's a sort of narration of a fight between ogres and people kind of get in the way and the monster men come out from two way mirror mountain and they, it just, it's. A weird and great song from the second album that Queen ever did. They talk about also on the aesthetics that they, uh, Brian May had his fingernails painted, I think white and Freddie had his painted black, which was okay. sort of a theme from the uh, whole second album. Uh, they had a black, a side black and a side white. And there are songs like March of the black queen and something of the white queen hmm. on there too. Oh. Uh, great theme. Didn't have any singles that really had any large sticking power. In fact, if you bought the first Queen's Greatest Hits album, it's the only one up to that point that is not represented by a song on that album. it's, It's really, really good and elaborate. So getting a chance to actually see them play it way back in 1975 was a thrill for me. And if you like Queen and you don't know this song, it's i'm kind of envious of you because you'll be able to hear it for the first time and it's right on queen's youtube channel right now uh, as of tuesday the 25th it's the first one that comes up on the youtube channel so
1: well Wesley, I'll have, to, I'll have to share that on our facebook page because i want to see it too i've yeah. never heard that song it's, it's that's cool just,
0: just great you've got something about what willie nelson is up to
1: Yes, um, so you know that Bank Plus Amphitheater in South Haven just reopened. They were closed for a while, a while to expand it. There are almost twice as many seats now. There's still a lawn behind the seats. The bathrooms are uh, improved, and there are more, more bathrooms I think. And the concessions area is improved and it's bigger. There's even, I just happened to see this on the news the other night. There's even a, an area where uh, bands can have I guess meals or whatever they asked for in their writer or whatever and they can go in this you know air-conditioned building there's also an air conditioned yeah green so maybe I don't know what they call it but, uh, there's also an air-conditioned area for fans for during summer concerts to go in get cooled off have a snack whatever anyway so Bank plus amphitheater just reopened the other day on 420 bro uh. and they're bar- starting to book shows and look out here comes the Outlaw Music Festival, Saturday, October 14th. Oh, no.
0: Here comes Trouble.
1: I know. So, that, of course, is Willie Nelson's deal. and But it's not only going to be Willie Nelson, it is going to be the. the oh, and this year he's also celebrating his 90th birthday. Thanks very much. <laughs>
0: That's like I said, it's Trouble with a T, and that stands for Willie Nelson because I'm stoned out of my gourd and don't care.
1: <laughs> That's right. And. Phillips sent a meme, by the way, too, about Willie, and he's on the cover of some something, and there's a funny quote from him I'll have to post on. I'm just going to have to post all this stuff on Facebook today because it's great. We're going to keep it uh, busy. The, sh- the Yeah, the Outlaw Music Festival is Saturday, October 14th, and it's Willie Nelson, the Avett Brothers, Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs, you know, dude from Tom Petty's uh-huh. band, Elizabeth Cook, I'm not positive who that is, and Particle Kid. I don't know who that is either, but still, this is going to be a great show. So I just happened to <laughs> okay. note it, to, to see that. And uh, so if you want to see Willie at 90, it's coming yeah, up it's in happening. October.
0: Maybe Particle Yay. Kid is a, a junior version of that song by They Might Be Me Giants. Probably not. <laughs> okay. Right. So here here's the headline that I threw out there The weirdest band that I've discovered of late is coming to Nashville. And by I discovered, it means I found out about them. They have been around for. Since the early 2010s, anyway.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And I heard about them. I was driving my son and his fiance. Yes, it's really happening. Uh, and whenever I talk to the younger people that are in my life, uh, mm-hmm. I ask them what bands they're listening to, what music they're into, because I wanna I wanna keep up. And we play a lot of new music, and I I want the good stuff to get on here. Yeah. And great. One of the bands that they mentioned I had never heard of before. Baby metal. Uh, what's baby I metal? I don't
1: know if that's familiar. Go ahead. I don't know. Yeah. And, baby and metal. Is it one they, long they, word?
0: Yeah. they, they, they baby metal. They described it to me and said there was some controversy about it because some people don't think it's really metal. So I saw that uh, the headline that they're going to be coming to Nashville. And oh. baby metal, I had to look it up, is a Japanese kawaii metal band and kawaii metal they say is like cute metal j-pop metal uh genre that blends elements of heavy metal and j-pop japanese pop pioneered in japan in the early 2010s by this band baby metal
1: oh my goodness yeah
0: the wiki page about (laughs) the genre says that baby metal invented it they just straight up say it uh course it's the wikipedia so the band's manager might have edited that the band consists of sue metal who is listed as doing vocal and dance moa metal who is listed as doing scream and dance and momo (laughs) metal who is also listed as doing scream and dance those are the core members there is an actual band with guitars players bass players drums and the like but it it reminds the the setup of it is reminds me of like tony orlando and dawn Those three uh, or two or whomever were the group and then they had the band that no one really knew much about. So baby metal seems kind of like that. And I describe, (laughs) I got to describe their sound as the instrumentation of thrash metal with the, uh, with just bright, almost cute vocals from these women and, Like I said, they've been around. They've got four albums. They've won awards from Loudwire, from Kerrang, uh, European MTV, GQ. They won the Metal Hammer Golden Gods Award of 2016. They won the Best Album of the Year from MTV Japan in 2020. They have 1,654,478 monthly listeners on Spotify, which ain't nothing. So they are on the road. They're opening for Death Clock which is a uh, big of tour course. for... Th- of course the, the, they are. The metal op- uh, metal Metalopolis. Metal op- metal <laughs> yeah, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> 15th time would have been the charm, but thanks for saving me from that. They're coming uh, to Nashville. They're playing on the 5th of September at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium, and I have a sample.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait. Time out really quick before this. Yeah. So they're all girls. Yes. I looked them up. So... Suzuka is su Metal, Moa is Moa Metal, and Momok- Momo Metal. Momoko, Momoko is Momo Metal. Okay. But it shows they've had, somebody named Yui as well. They've had previous
0: numbers, uh, members as the core members, too, so things have rotated out. And, of course, uh, su Metal is not her Japanese government name, obviously. No. So. No, no, no.
1: But um, they... I can't tell how old they are, but I guess they've got it. If they've been around since 2010, hmm. Okay, this will be interesting, Wesley. Right,
0: so here it is. Like I said, this is like thrash metal instrumentation with bright, almost cute uh, women singing. It's 30 seconds long, and here we go. (laughs) I think that's "Gimme
1: Chocolate" if I remember the title I right. I don't know that. what to think. <laughs> I don't know either. Because at first I was like, "Oh, that's they're kind of ripping off Metallica." Maybe it- I don't. I don't dislike that. And then all of a sudden, when they were like. I know. Did you? Did he? Wiki Cookie? No, the, the I don't. The juxtaposition <laughs> like, of those different.
0: two sounds just
1: I know. makes my
0: head <laughs> want to short circuit, and I just laugh instead. I know, it, I know. And I'm not making fun of this band. I really am not. I, I promise. It just, I, I, the first thing I did when I heard them sing, I just laughed. I think it's, it's bizarre and funny and great, and I'm glad they exist, but I don't think I want to go see them it, it <laughs> this is like this is like Zydeco music to me some people oh, love I don't mind Zydeco that. music I, don't mind that. I i can i i like it for a minute or five and then i've had enough and it's just the same with me and baby metal but if you love it they're going to be in nashville on the 5th let me know how it goes in fact get me a t-shirt
1: in fact seriously text and tell us if you've ever heard of them or have any and watch this. This guy named Nick, who always texts, who loves, um, oh crap! What's the band we always make fun of? Mastodon. Uh, he will. He will. Probably. He has probably heard of them. I guarantee it. Well, baby metal. Baby this, metal. You, if you Google it, there's one thing under BuzzFeed News that says, "Meet Baby Metal, the totally badass all-girl Japanese metal band of your dreams." <laughs> 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 they well, look like they're.
0: Fifteen. I I know. So wow, uh, it's Japan and things are different. But you know they they've broken somewhat in America. And again, if you go see them, I I really want to know.
1: That's uh, insane. So oh, uh, that's insane. That's, close... That is, you blew my mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, closer to home. Uh, John Mellencamp has got a new album coming out And he played last night at the Orpheum So if you saw that show Let us know uh, how fantastic that was Because he's got so much he can offer Uh, He
1: He, he plays tonight too, Wesley Two
0: shows He's got two, okay, wow Yeah,
1: last night and tonight at the Orpheum, yeah
0: perfect so well he's got enough material he could do two Mm -hmm. completely different sets over two nights Mm -hmm. and they would it would all be good his new album though is called orpheus descending it's coming out in june there's 11 new songs and this the opener for it is called hey god it's described in the story as a nervy slide guitar driven song and uh it's the it sounds I, I haven't heard the whole thing yet, but it sounds the opening bit sounds very much like John Mellencamp. So we're going to play that in a moment. First, we've got more Music Fest tickets to give away. And because my imagination has been blown by baby metal, we're going to do exactly <laughs> what we did before. Maybe. So text the band that you are most looking forward to seeing this coming Music Fest and text it to 878-9420. If you texted last time we gave them away, text again so we can keep the timing straight. And that will help us out a lot. So there there's yes. that and on the way. First next... person
1: through gets first person through gets a pair of three day passes.
0: Right. For and it's gotta be a band that's actually playing this year at music festival. And
1: you have to spell it right, damn it.
0: <laughs> well, okay. Sid's getting real <laughs> Snickety Baby about Mel. this, but uh, we'll take it. <laughs> so, uh, dumbasses <laughs> on the way next. Right now, here it is, the new John Mellencamp. This is Drake Digital. Is this is Drake Digital. That's all right, uh, except we have no Drake. It's Wes and Sid. Here we are. The text line is still as it ever was 878 9420. I figure if I keep saying it enough today, the first time I try to say it tomorrow, I'll actually get it right the first time,
1: which you is really will. helpful
0: to have the text line right.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But we've gotten some come in. Uh, what are people talking about, Sid?
1: And I was gonna say it's okay that you know you played baby metal today because you know Drake would have hated it.
0: Oh sure, this would have never <laughs> happened if he was here. Would have so, given like, him a headache. Just jumped right on that.
1: Oh, that's funny. Uh, so yesterday we were talking about. Uh, which Drake always makes fun of me because your Alexa is knows everything about you. Sid, it's gonna, it just knows all. It knows everything. I go, yeah, it knows that I ask it for the weather and uh, to play music and how old some actor is and if somebody's dead yet. <laughs> that's besides, about all it knows, Drake.
0: Besides but, that, it can't pick out every motorcycle in this picture. I show it.
1: That's right. He just razzes me. It's funny. Todd says, uh, I know you get a lot of these stories, but this just happened to us. Saturday, my wife and I were discussing what to do for dinner. We had mentioned taco night. We. He says we awake the word taco like four times. I don't know what that means. Maybe they said the word taco, and it misprinted. Anyway, minutes later, I saw an ad on Facebook for taco shells. Never have seen it before or since. We don't have Alexa. Must have been our phones.
0: Well, we had yes. a confession from someone who said they used to work at Facebook and said, yes, they are listening. So,
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm. Crazy. I don't... I haven't run into that on something popping up on facebook but if i think one time when we were maybe talking about something but it wasn't on my phone though it was on the laptop and some ad popped up similar and i'm like okay this is just creepy now see what
0: i i I got a a different story though in the other direction Mm -hmm. there was my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and then some friends of ours started talking to us about this brand Purple for mattresses or seat cushions or something like that. I've seen a commercial, okay. yeah. Okay. And so just kind of on a whim, I brought my phone out and said, Purple. I like Purple. I think we should get Purple. Purple sounds great. I would love to get Purple. I think Purple looked very interesting. Okay, and gosh. waited for the ads to show up, and I, like- I haven't, I don't know, I've, I, had, I haven't seen a ton of them. And this was this was a couple years ago i guess but huh. i th- th- i got no influx of purple ads or bedding or mattress ads or couch
1: ads or anything like that so that is an interesting test wesley huh that's weird uh, this person says this happens to me all the time almost daily my iwatch will start talking and say i'm sorry i didn't hear that or something like it <laughs> I,
0: you I, know meant to. Apple,
1: I know my apple i know my apple devices are listening products appear in my feeds all the time. Yes. Creepy. Uh, yeah. My, if I sometimes, um, and Philip says the same thing. He says, I think y'all underestimate the strength and accuracy of algorithms. Um, he's also the one who sent the cover of Willie Nelson on parade magazine and a quote from, and a quote from him that, um, well, I'll just tell you it's hilarious. Okay. It's, it's a picture of him you. with his braids and his black top hat and one of his black, you know, like cowboy shirts. It says, Willie Nelson turns 90. Here's a quote. I'll be one of the oldest bastards out there. But as long as I, as long as people keep showing up, so will I. <laughs> you go, Willie. I love nice, it. Willie. Um, let's see. Yes. Uh, oh, we were talking about, we were talking about people being on mute. Oh and, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I, it, it, it hit me after the fact when I was putting together the the replay and download what they probably meant. But what did they say?
1: Well, and I and that day, uh, I I probably am the one who screwed up thinking and thinking it backwards. Anyway, this person says, "I know you guys are usually very smart." Usually in parentheses, thanks. But you're missing. <laughs> thanks. Well, she's no. not wrong. But you're missing the point on quote you're on mute during a conference or zoom call it happens if a question is asked but the respondent has their device on mute yeah they may not realize they're muted yeah so okay that was Thank probably true. i know me too um, <laughs> um elizabeth has had won tickets from us to go to see lewis black the other night at uh graceland and she says it was fantastic she gives him five stars she gives the opening act three i don't know who opened The venue soundstage at Graceland Three Stars. Uh, Memphis fans, she says, I need need an idiot emoji. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I said, yeah, and you can't control everybody, can you? Uh, I don't know what she means about this. She says there was a little chin music down front about guns. Uh, Okay. Okay. Uh, She said her her seats were great because they're off to the side. I could have moved up, but there was a bit of a boomer singles scene going down that I didn't want to mix with. Oh my. (laughs) I did.
0: Swing it at the Lewis Black uh, show. uh,
1: (laughs) She said, I did have an interesting shuttle ride back across the street with an admirer sitting too close. I should have walked. I never got in my truck so fast in my life. And I told her there's a lot right next to it, but she's going to park there next time. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Graceland is a very cool uh, venue. Graceland Soundstage. We're going to go see Jason Bonham there in September. And I can't wait
0: that is a cool venue I I have been there and in fact I have been on that stage a couple of times doing uh, you know, stage sword fighting demos oh really Wesley when the uh, when the uh, MCFC was there for a couple of years
1: we'll have to come we'll have to tell listeners about that when and if you do we it again did. we'll have to all come see you um, but yeah text anytime it's eight seven eight nine four two oh we will have tons of Three day passes for Beale Street Music Fest this week and next. So congrats if you won those, and get text in for lawyer Bill for Thursday as well. Whenever you want, you can send one for Bill today. It doesn't yeah, matter. I keep right I now. keep track. I keep track of them. Yeah. Make so go up for a it.
0: legal question if you have to. That would be cool.
1: <laughs> People could, might. I don't know. Uh, you know the ones. You know the ones are hinky that say asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: <laughs> but anyway, uh, and that's okay uh, too.
0: Uh, on the subject of the uh, convention, since I just mentioned them incidentally, the uh, this year the Memphis Fantasy and Con- uh, Memphis Comic and Fantasy Con is going to be moving to the Holiday Inn near the University of Memphis, right there at the campus, and it happens in uh, mid-November. And I didn't memorize the dates, but it, you can find them. So nice. Yeah. So they've got a bigger, bigger space now. So that's always
1: good. Right. That's great.
0: Yeah. Moving on. The dumbasses for today. We have a couple. I've got this one to start. A The headline says Senate candidate believes white folks are due reparations. Okay. This is up in Ohio, of all places. Ohio Senate uh, candidate Bernie Morneau says that white folks, not black people, are the ones who should be receiving reparations. I am reading this straight as quoting as i can the ohio senate candidate remarked here's the quote of the statement White people died to free black people. That's never happened in human history before, but it happened in America. That's not talked about in schools very much, is it? They make it sound like America is a racist, broken country. You name a country that did that, that freed slaves, died to do that. You know, they talk about reparations. Where are the reparations for people in the north who died to save the lives of white people? Close quote from this statement by Ohio Senate candidate Bernie Morneau. Name another country that. that freed slaves. <laughs> Britain comes to mind. Mexico comes to mind. Belgium <laughs> comes to mind. There's a lot of countries that come to mind, dude. Oh, he uh, carried on. It says uh, this other quote from him says, "I know it's not politically correct to say that, but you know what? We got to stop being politically correct." Close that. Close that We've second got quote to right to there.
1: Stop being politically correct, says an Ohio Senate candidate.
0: Right, and. <laughs> I completely avoided naming whichever party that he's from, so you make your best guess out there.
1: Oh, boy. I'm Hello, not challenging you Ohio. to say anything. <laughs> this is out of Florida. Cool. Um, maybe these two should be friends. <laughs> Terry Christopher Flournoy, if that's how you say his name, age 23, uh, he decided that it might be fun to go on social media um, just holding a gun uh he he had an active arrest warrant anyway after he posted (laughs) yeah yeah after he posted a video on instagram at a local restaurant uh that same day he posted another video on social media of himself pointing what appeared to be a glock pistol at the camera
0: nice
1: the uh the officers found the loaded Glock and his fingerprint uh, was on the gun's magazine. As a convicted felon, well, he, is, he can't it's, it's have better, a, and better. He can't be in possession of a firearm or ammunition under federal law, which we always learn from Lawyer Bill, too. His felony convictions include vehicle theft, firearm theft, and burglary, and he is going to federal prison for two and a half years. <laughs> Way to go, Terry Christopher from Fort Myers.
0: How many hits did he get on the video?
1: Uh, I wish I knew. I don't know. I know. That is
0: the, they never answer the real oh, questions God, in these God, stories, God. I swear. I know. That's the right. entire story right there. One more here. Uh, this is, you file this under bad ways to go. Here's the headline. Man urinating on train track dies after being hit by flying cow. What? <laughs> That's the what? It happened in India. A pensioner, it says, that means an older guy. He's eighty-two years old. Was killed when he was struck by a cow that was tossed thirty meters up in the air after it was hit by an express train.
1: Oh my! Freak gosh.
0: accident. He was relieving himself on the railway tracks near uh, this uh, city, and it's up in the northern part of India. It happened well, last week. And he and a buddy were actually busy relieving themselves on the train tracks. And here comes the train going full speed, hits a cow that's on the track, throws it up into the air, oh and it lands God. right on him. His friend oh narrowly escaped being hit by this couple of hundred pounds of beef. And he's okay, The uh, this other guy... Not so much because he's, well, dead. And it goes on to say that cattle deaths from train collisions in India are nothing new or uncommon. They've ran over more than 13,000 cattle in 2022, which is more, a 24% rise from 2019. It happens because... uh, thousands of the people there they'll take their cattle to graze on patches of, la- of grass that are alongside the railway tracks they uh also a lot of them live close to the tracks or they just have to herd their cattle across the tracks to get from one place to another and sometimes trains are coming as they do this and the train wins cows are pretty big uh, and hefty yeah but the train <laughs> <laughs> still wins but the train, the train still wins. always wins
1: yeah i was gonna say it's called a fence but if a lot of cow pastures are near to it's called pay attention and hey i guess that guy made it into the guinness book of world records because what the hell that's like <laughs> that's like a less of a chance than lightning striking you
0: i i probably. guess i don't know <laughs> Dang. The, the story does not include any statistics of how many others have died by being hit by a flying cow as struck by a train as they're urinating on the tracks of said train.
1: Unbelievable. There we go.
0: I I don't think we can be be beyond this today. So thank you for listening. Drake is out, but uh, Drake threw in a big special uh, uh, thing. Uh, All of his Between the Groove shows that are the greatest rock and roll done live, Mm-hmm. Are, are being presented in a big marathon we did it yesterday we're doing it again today in a different order so it'll sound different so if you've never heard it, any of these all the way through just call it bits and pieces or if you're just in the mind for a really great live concert sort of experience from a bunch mm-hmm. of different artists that's on the way so stick around and thanks for listening this is drake digital